0: Hello and welcome to another episode of How Do Women Do It All, where we have a healthy discussion around how women juggle their busy lifestyles and if it's actually possible to do it all. Is it possible to have a side hustle, work 9-5 while staying healthy and fit and still have downtime to themselves? Today I'm speaking with Anne Dow, a 24-year-old presenter and reporter. How are you today, Ann?
1: I'm great, Brittany. How are you? Well, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me.
0: That's all right. So let's begin with a short bio. Tell me a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do.
1: So my name's is Al, As you know, I primarily do hosting, reporting, interviewing and presenting. I work in parallel with media partners, executives from large multinational organisations and event organisers. I was born and raised in Sydney.
0: Wonderful. Um, so let's jump into the big question. So, do you believe women can do it all? Please explain.
1: So for me, doing it all—it's um, my own definition of doing it all—and it's about really, really being true to what you feel doing it all is. For me, it's—it's it's, um, having enough time in your career, spending enough hours in it, but enough enough so that you can be happy with yourself. Not enough so that you fulfil a um, A meaning of you know achievement on google but enough so that you can go home and and truly truly feel you know you're proud of yourself for what you've done and to me that's doing it all yes i know it's not always the same for everybody sometimes some people might feel that doing it all is you know working six hours a day spending four hours with their partner and sleeping for eight hours it's not for everybody and i don't think that um everybody fits into one mold
0: yeah wonderful so um everyone's got their own perspective on what that would mean Um, And everyone's life is obviously going to look completely different to anyone else. Um, So are there any circumstances you believe it may be unhealthy to do it
1: all? Yes, I actually have a a story to share about that. So when I was about um, 19 years old, I had decided to set up a business with four uni friends, go overseas and tackle a project and work two jobs at the same time. Now, that had actually um, sent me to the hospital. I had a mild um, stroke on one side and this was at at 19 or 20 years old. It was way too young for somebody to have a stroke at that time. I had panicked. Um, I thought to myself, is this really my life? Like, I want to achieve things so badly, but my health isn't isn't even there. Yeah. So, yes. Were
0: you working on your health at
1: all at this stage? I was going to the gym, but it wasn't really helping because I was mentally so stressed about, you know, all these projects that I had going on. Yeah. So, I think... Uh, um, If your if your body is in a state where you can feel where you feel a little bit tired um, and you feel really really weak, you need to rest, and that's the line that you should draw. Yeah.
0: Um, Can you clarify a little bit more into what kind of like hours you were spending on each thing, so I can get like were you working like twelve hours a day? Like, can you break down um, what your days kind of looked like at that point?
1: Yeah. So um, at that point, it was uni for. I think 5 to 6 hours a day. Yep. Um working on the business at uni with my uni colleagues for three, uh, 2 hours 2 or 3 hours in the evenings three times a week and um, tackling my other jobs in and around that. Okay. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I was working weekend shifts as well.
0: Okay, so pretty much you were working constantly. <laughs> Basically 24/7. So yeah. did you have any downtime to yourself at this stage? Like can you actually remember the time where you're like I got an hour here? <laughs>
1: Probably once every two weeks to see my friends and sometimes see my family as well. So about like half half of a weekend. Wow. Wow. That's, mm-hmm. that's pretty intense.
0: Um, so what kind of advice would you give someone if they... They were overworking themselves. Like, why didn't you click on at this point that you were over, like, overworking yourself? Was it Why did it have to come to a point where you were in hospital?
1: Yeah, because for me, I feel like um, we've got one chance at life, right? And you don't want to waste time. And I was constantly in that mindset where, you know, I never wanted to waste time doing anything but chase what I really wanted. Okay. But um, I think, you know, if, if, you're, if you know you're going to get to that stage where you might be really, really stressed out, Catch yourself beforehand. It's okay to take a step back and to rest. Yeah. Like it's actually okay.
0: So what kind of signs do you reckon people have to look out for when they may not know they're in a really stressful state? Like I guess people are gonna feel stressed, but they need to like there needs to be a point where they need to go, I need to step back and really think about my health.
1: Okay, so there are five things. Um the first sign will come in your shoulders. At, right at the back behind um, your shoulder blade.
0: And is this personally for you? These are the signs that you know or is this in general you're speaking? I think
1: like I've spoken to a lot of friends about it and I, um, it seems that everyone has been coming similar, across yeah. similar symptoms. But for me, because I've had a mild stroke before, yep. um, I can really pinpoint okay, wow. what it is. Yeah. So your shoulder blade, um, if, you, if you're starting to get migraines across where your eyes are, okay. your eyes and towards the back of your head, that's yep. another one. Um, another one would be when you're feeling um, disorganized and you're feeling like you can't concentrate on what you're doing, uh, you need to watch out for that because as soon as you catch yourself feeling like you can't concentrate, take a break because that um, lack of concentration will go on for another few hours. Mm-hmm. That's number three. Um, number four, when when you start looking at things online and you don't really know what you're looking for, you're making calls but you're not sure what the purpose of it is for, that's when you need to stop and reset Um, reset some of your goals Mm -hmm. and number five when you realize that there are a lot of other things that you want to commit to but you haven't done such as like your admin work Mm -hmm. um, such as seeing your family seeing your friends that's when you need to catch yourself too so those are the five things that I think you need to be aware of when you feel like you're um when before you get too stressed out
0: Yeah, and can you tell me a little bit about the recovery stage? Like, did you come out of it and you were like, okay, I need to change my life, Mm. or did you jump straight back
1: in? (laughs) Wow, this really takes me back to that moment. I just went back there. So um, as I had left the hospital that day, um, uh, I looked in the Mm. mirror and one side of my face was slightly droopy. So um, it took about a week for it to come back to normal. And at that point, I thought, it's not worth it. What What are you actually stressing over? It really isn't worth it because when you when you don't have your health anymore, how will you be able to enjoy the things that you are working towards? And I decided to drop a few of the things that I was doing and focus on I think two one or two things that I really really loved at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's how I recovered. But I also decided to sleep well, eat better. Mm-hmm. And surround myself with people that did not make me stressed out.
0: Yeah. And do you have any, like, great tools or techniques you could share with us to ensure that um, you are having a more balanced life and you're not overstressing yourself?
1: Meditation. It works wonders. Everybody meditates differently. You don't need to sit in the same spot and meditate. You could always go for a walk, not listen to music, and actually appreciate your surroundings. But meditation and reflection reflection works as well especially if you're able to write down a few things per day um, that you've achieved and a few things that you're proud of yourself for at the end of the day that really really works and sets you um and puts you in in a better place for the next day
0: yeah and can you run me through some time management skills so how you set out your days um what's like an average day for you um Do you have any hot tips on um, how to manage your time better in terms of um, putting in time for the gym and stuff like that?
1: So some of the practices that I incorporate into my day-to-day life, um, they give me a lot of structure. It will start with meditation in the morning, grooming, head to the office, make some calls, send out some emails, hunt for opportunities on LinkedIn. Um, Then it's brand building time and then um, it's doing client work and then it's going to the gym. And after that, it's finishing off with um, reflection. And sometimes I mix that around. Like, you know, not every single day will I finish um, all the things that I've done. But I tend to, if if I've done it, I'll mark it in green. If I haven't, it's in black and it's moved to the next day.
0: Yeah. Um, And and it's like, are you generally just a motivated person? Like, like, what if someone's not motivated? Like, how do they, like, I know that I only go to the gym once (laughs) a week. Like, and some days I just don't want to wake up. Like, you wake up at what godly hour? <laughs> All
1: right. So, look, it, it's not every day, but um, most of the times um, i wake up at around 5, 5, 5.30. Yeah. Sometimes at 6. Yeah. Um, and I do that because I really like my quiet meditation time in the morning. Mm-hmm. I can't get it at any other hour in the day apart from that night. Yeah. Mm.
0: Um, so, are, like, Does that come naturally to you? Are you generally just motivated, like, or have you built habits into yourself?
1: I think, um, yes, I am very self-motivated, but that comes because I see that life is too short. If I don't do what I want to do today, either somebody else will go out and take it, or um, I'll be, next thing you know, I'll be 60 and I haven't done it. So I always see myself as um, someone who needs to go out and get the things that they want to achieve in this lifetime, because you only get one shot at life. You don't have more than one shot at it.
0: Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of ingrained in you. Like yeah. that's like every day you wake up I'm like this like, this is another day for me to get to where I would need
1: to be. Well, actually, um, that and also I think one of the key incidents in my life is when um, when I watched my grandfather pass away. Mm-hmm. I was holding his hand, right? I was right next to him. And that's when I sort of saw the connection between life and death and I realised, wow, that's it. You know, like once once you die, that's it. And from that moment on, I think it was about two years ago, um, I sort of said to myself, I'll never waste another day.
0: Wow. And have you?
1: Um, admittedly, I have, but only like half the days. no, okay, so, <laughs> hold on, hold on, when I, when I waste a day, or when I waste a few hours, or doing something I shouldn't be doing, I catch myself right away, and I go, no, you need to make that up the next day.
0: Oh my god, you are like completely different to other people, other people wasting days is like, I've had nothing, I've slept in bed all day, and you're like, I can't even, <laughs> I can imagine if someone like made you sleep in bed for an entire day, would you go crazy?
1: I actually can't stay home for a whole day. Oh, really? it's, it's, it makes it really difficult for me to like do things. It's, I'm always out doing something. Even on the weekends, I'll go for a long walk. Yeah. Um, that's a really good way to like refresh and re- restart yourself. So what I'll do is I'll go for a walk for about an hour or two. Um, I'll listen to some motivational music. Sometimes I'll, I'll talk motivational things to myself and yeah. I'll listen to myself. And it's sort of like a mindset training thing that I do regularly on a Sunday.
0: Yeah. Cause okay. When I'm talking to you, I'm kind of like seeing myself in you because like, again, like I can't obviously switch off my brain and I'm also a person who's like, I can't like rest very easily. Like I'm, I'm always on, like if I'm not doing something, I feel like I should be doing something. And, um, being with my partner, he can spend a whole day of doing nothing. And like, I envy him sometimes because my day, my mind will still be on and he'll be, Lying in bed, and then moved to the couch, and it's like I look at him. I go, "How are you doing this?" Like I know he works um, six days a week, and he's always on. He works like really late hours, so he deserves that day off. <laughs> but like, do you reckon where we need to have some days where it's like we just need to completely switch off? Like, do you feel like you need to like you need to start developing that skill of like this is my complete off day?
1: So Sunday morning is my completely off day. Like I'll go for a walk and I'll talk motivational things i know it's not completely off off sometimes i won't talk to myself when i'm walking but (laughs) but that's just like that's just like a
0: few hours in the morning like do you feel like sometimes you should have like because i do know that um i wanted to go this retreat once and it's literally 10 Mm -hmm. days of silence you can't do anything you can't talk like and that's supposed to be like an awe-inspiring experience because it's you're switching off from everything
1: well, in the morning, sometimes I meditate for a lot longer. I'll spend half an hour doing it. And in that half an hour, my thoughts travel. They run and they run and they run and then it gets to a point where it's all still. And I consider that half an hour time to myself because if I make half an hour to myself in the morning and about 20 minutes to my, myself at night, then every day I'm getting that extra hour does that make sense so,
0: no you've never so, had like a full day of like completely switching off uh, to everything I, I think i will like I
1: think i'll go overseas i'll you know i travel and that but at the back of my head i'll always be thinking how can i strategize my next step better yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> we got to
0: the bottom of that yeah. you need a rat. <laughs> no you you are very motivated it is inspiring like i would rather be motivated person rather than a not motivated person like I would choose motivation over anything and even though that can be a little bit of a downfall to me because my brain's always on like um I think I am starting to learn to some days you just need to completely switch off but that's something that I'm working on so let's jump into the next question I believe stereotypically women have more responsibilities in the household compared to men what's your opinion on this
1: I think if everybody cleans up after themselves there will be a lot less to clean um in, in the past when I had lived with one of my exes, I cleaned up after myself after using the bathroom, he'd do the same. Um after we sleep, we'd do the bed. And I think if everybody does their bit, um you'll be able to split it 50-50. And I think that's the fair way to do it. Mm-hmm. Of course there'll be times where one person's a lot more busier than the other person and um it'll be a bit harder, you know, to clean up after yourself all the time, but you need to make it into a habit. It's just how you know, like when you when you change your clothes, make a habit of putting it back to where it was at the end of the day, and that's something that I've done. Like I won't go to bed unless my bed um, is straight in the morning. Yeah, and I won't go to bed with clothes on my bed.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Um, your experience has been quite positive in terms mm. of um, equally sharing the roles throughout the household. Yeah. Let's jump into your business now. You're working for yourself currently, is that
1: correct? Yes, I'm working for myself.
0: Yes. So what advice would you give someone who is starting their own business and they need um, extra time management tips when they're starting out?
1: Okay, so the number one thing is to have a buffer, a financial buffer, because... If you're, um, if you're struggling to get like funds to fund your business or to raise business or to buy time, it'll be really, really hard for you to actually manage your time properly because it's always at the forefront of your head. Um, where is your next dollar going to come in? Uh-huh. That's number one. Number two, get yourself a mentor or a coach that can really, really help you. Um, number three, um, make sure that you have a supportive partner or a parent that can um, financially assist you. Shall you need that? And also assist you with just the small things such as, um, you know, like your food, like your clothing. If, if you're really, really busy and you don't have that time, then you'll need a partner to help you with that stuff. Um, number four, I think, have a schedule. Like really put, make a schedule. Like for me, I found that I spent two years trying to perfect a schedule that actually worked. And at the end of the two years, something worked because everything else that I tried didn't work. Um, so, when can you share some of those tips of what worked? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what didn't work first. Okay. Right? <laughs> okay. This is what doesn't work: having a to-do list with no timeline. Okay. That doesn't work. Um, what? What So, else? always
0: writing like um, times next to every um, should, like thing.
1: Yeah. On your to-do list. So, so basically, if you put a time, an end date to something that you do, then okay. you actually get yeah. it done. But you need to go one step further and actually write like how would you get there because you can't just write okay, for example, make $5,000 in sales and then you don't have the strategy to get there. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Um, That's a
0: big one in your to-do list. <laughs>
1: yeah, and, and another, another thing that, um, that doesn't work is basically if you, if you write down a list of to-do things and then you have another list oh of God, to-do things and then you have another list of to-do
0: things, all these yeah. sticky
1: notes that you have, you won't do them more <laughs> because you know, how you're going to go to one and you go, oh, no, was this meant to be done? Was that meant to be done? That doesn't work. Um, but let's go on to what works. What works is um, using, okay, if you don't want to use any project management things, use Excel. Excel works really well. Um, put your days out Monday, uh, Saturday to Sunday or Monday to Friday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, and then put in your morning hours. So your morning hours will be, you know, your grooming time, your reflection time, your travel time. And then after that, start putting out um, different sections of your day. Now, some people do it differently. Like I prefer to do a few things in a day some people prefer to do just that one specific thing whatever works for you i'd say do it
0: yeah so everything's mm. based on figure out what works for you best cuz um i know like people give mm. you advice here and there but ideally it comes down to how do you work best throughout your day exactly cuz if someone's going to tell you you need to do this or that it's like well mm-hmm. you don't know how best i work like i work Maybe best if I work on either, like, as you said, one project or mm. I work best when I do little projects here and there throughout the week working towards yeah. one goal. So that that's a big one there.
1: And I also think that, um, you know, not everybody's an early morning person oh, and no. I get that. <laughs> but at the same time, um, look, you know, just because some of your friends say that um, it's, it's best to wake up early in the morning and do things doesn't mean it will actually work for you because I know some of my friends, they're, they're quite successful, but they don't wake up at four or five in the morning they'll wake up at seven eight seven yep. seven thirty and again they'll do just as well as the people who are waking up at four or five so it needs to be what works for you
0: so we in the podcast on that note now can you tell us how we can find you where you are on the internet
1: sure so um check out my facebook page at the andow network and also you can go to my website at andale.com follow me for business news and any conference reporting, any news on um, innovative technologies um, around different uh, sectors such as real estate, healthcare, medical services, um, and the IT sector? Okay, I'll be reporting um, on those industries and also I'll be doing um, bits and pieces of interviews with executives from all sorts of um, businesses, from education all the way through to media.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, I'll put all those links in the description as well. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I had a really nice um, discussion with you and I learned some great time management tips.
1: Thank you, Brittany. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of How Do Women Do It All. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Lady Side Hustle, a community of women helping women turn their side hustles into a successful business. We'll be